simplify, untangle, dislodge, unengage, release, let go, relieve, reboot, undo. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we discover and look at the art of undoing. I'll see you then. It's not always easy walking away. It's not always easy as stopping. Hey, it's not even always that easy as to give up. Today, I'm talking about an artistry and a power that a lot of times has been vilified and put down and even shunned, and that is the art of undoing. In my culture, as a Southern Black woman in the United States of America, I was always taught that we keep going, we keep pushing forward, we keep moving no matter what. We keep overcoming, we keep doing. And it would take me some time to get to the point where I would have enough wisdom. You know, all those wisdom smacks again eventually add up, trust me, they do. Where I would have enough wisdom to be able to see that For every left, there is a right. And you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know I'm really big on the dualities as well as the middle ground. I've devoted many podcasts to talking about the left, the right, and the middle. And today, I kind of want to talk about the left. (laughs) I want to talk about undoing. Now, if you have done anything on anybody's computer in any kind of recent capacity, maybe you haven't realized this, but one of your most powerful things that you can do is learn to use the Command Z if you're on Mac or the Control Z if you're on PC. And what is that? That is the, you guessed it, the undo. Without the ability to undo, a lot of mistakes, a lot of wrong paths, and a lot of wrong things can be released and given life and given power. There has been many a time when I have typed something in response and was about to send it until I paused, stopped, and reflected and reread to look. And I was like, undo, undo, undo. <laughs> The big brother of undo is to delete. Yeah. You know, there are many, many things that we don't realize are around us helping us to live this life. And today I just want to give some love, some appreciation and a shout out to the great artistry of the undoing. Now, undoing means a lot to a lot of people. That's why I opened up the A segment with putting out some of the words and adjectives and and actions that are embodied in this powerful um, thing 
that, and I, I say thing because I'm at a loss for words when I try to encapsulate it into a succinct manner. You know, undo. Yes, undo. Think about what that action requires. It requires that first you've had an action to be able to take this act, this unaction on. It means that you have been active. You have taken initiative. You have accomplished something. You see, you can't undo what was never done. And so the artistry of undoing is a beauty in that it helps you to refine, define, and even rebound on what you are are accomplishing or are attempting to accomplish. There used to be a lot of shame in my game when it came to this whole aspect of undoing what was done. You know, there have been um, studies and theories and things that talk about how much shame we all have. So much so that in the old days, and let me just, you know, tell you a story if you'll allow me to. Well, hopefully you will, because if you made it to this point, you're going to hear this story anyway. Okay. So during the dark ages, not even the dark ages, let's go back way back. Okay. Uh, so, and because I want to, I want to go way back so you can see how um, its ancestral power is even here today. So back in the times when science was yet to be born out of its parent religion and uh, religious belief, there were certain things that were instituted, namely sacrifice. Yes. And this sacrifice was a agent and a tool of the leaders, the priests, the priestesses, and the powers that be that was put together to, as they said, you know, this is the marketing campaign for it, was that this was to show your trust, your loyalty, and your complicity with this belief system. If you brought a sacrifice to the altar, now we do know, this is not hearsay, we do know from uh, ruins and, and things of these ancient times that the sacrifices weren't only of um, animals. The sacrifices could be of children, of women, of, of um, bad actors, if you will, criminals. And these uh, sacrifices were made to the gods to be able to receive blessings from the deity, good harvest, um, uh, things that would help the community. But these sacrifices also did something else. And these sacrifices made for people to have too much invested into a religion or a way of life to turn back. Now, let's move forward. We may not necessarily do sacrifices anymore to um, the religions of old, but how many times have you found yourself worshiping, and I want to say thank you, Neil Gaiman, for um, his wonderful book, American Gods, but how many times have we worshiped at the feet of, of uh, capitalism and we've sacrificed 
the seeds of investing and throwing good money after bad to pull the one-armed bandit of the slot machine, hoping to get a blessing, hoping to get an increase, hoping that maybe this time this investment will pay off. And when we look at it and we continue to do these things, we continue to throw good money after bad. How many times have you given money to a project, a church building fund or a um, municipal endeavor to build something only for them to come back and say, our projections were wrong and we need more money. And you continue to give such that the projected amount of how much it would cost has ballooned, but you don't stop giving because I've already got too much skin in the game to give up now. These are times when the art and the power of undoing would have come in and helped many people. Now, am I saying it's wrong to sacrifice? No. Am I saying it's wrong to give to a cause worthy or unwise? No, sure I'm not. All I'm saying is, is you have options. And that is the power of freedom. One of these days, I'm going to get up the nerve. And now that I'm saying, I probably have to do it. But I'm going to get up the nerve to talk about uh, mental magic and, and freeing yourself from mental slavery. Yeah, I think I might do that now that I'm talking about it. But let's, let's, let's lighten this up a little bit, you know, because I know I, I've started off on a tone that's like, dum, 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 and I don't want to do that to you. But I do want to get across to you that there is a big power and being able to dislodge and unengage from a path that used to sound and be portrayed as totally logical. There is a reason to employ the spirit of undoing, to unravel and untangle yourself. And there is a big need for this spirit of relieving and rebooting and letting go to become more pervasive than it has been. Because for too long, we have continued to move forward to do things, though it hurts, though the sacrifice is too much. It's just too darn much to the point where it is taking away our vitality, our life, our living. And it's time to say, uncle, yeah, I don't know, but maybe, I don't, I don't know why I said I don't know. I do know. I'm saying it. I'm saying to that, that soul, that dear one, that this finds their, your way, that this become a good earworm to get in and to start helping you to get the ability, the power, the freedom, and even the knowledge and understanding and wisdom to know what to undo, what to unravel, untangle, dislodge yourself from, what to simplify. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today is, is in the realm of undoing, simplification reigns. Yeah. I used to have a hard time and I still struggle with it, but I used to have a hard time of just simplifying 
of unraveling and getting down to a core component. I used to feel like I was doing some type of damage to strip away all of the stuff, all of the complexity. And it was because of a conditioning. It was because of a belief system that I thought more was truly more. I thought that convolution was actually uh, evolution. I thought that the more I compounded and put on and packed down and hoarded, if even, you know, uh, of, of something to, to make it more concentrated, more tight, that that was going to be best. And it took a long time to understand that sometimes, just maybe sometimes, if you're not seeing, feeling, or even the recipient, the recipient of something that what you were going for should yield, then maybe, just maybe, it is time for the doing to reverse itself and move to the other side of undoing. There's um there's this book that it's a quick read and it's 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 mainly graphical. Um and it's from a artist author that I've followed for some time. And uh it is um how can I say it? It's it's not tongue in cheek. It's not that. It's it's really not. It's uh it's just that it's very simple. And it's a book called Keep Going: 10 Ways to Stay Creative in Good Times and Bad. And it's by um uh, his name is uh Austin and I always stumble over his last name. It's Austin Cleon and that's K L E O N Cleon. Austin. He wrote some other books. One of his breakout books was called um, uh, Still Like an Artist. And he came on the scene for his newspaper graphics where he would take a piece of newspaper and he would use black markers uh, to black out um, uh, most of the words to make a simple but very profound statement. And in this book, and the reason why I'm mentioning it is because this book, Keep Going, it's, it's kind of like the third in this series because the first one is Still Like an Artist. The next one is Show Your Work. And then this one is uh, Keep Going. And I like this one the most. I'll just be honest with you. I like this one the most. Like I said, it's very profound and it has some real snapshots. Um, and and the, even the chapter titles really get you. And, and even they deliver a powerful punch, even if you don't read anything. Like, for instance, think about this. These are some of the, the chapter titles that really stand out. OK, like this one. Forget the noun. Do the verb. Ordinary plus extra attention equals ordinary. You're allowed to change your mind. When in doubt, tidy up. And this is my favorite here. Demons hate fresh air. <laughs> yes. You know, it's just really, really profound. And I, you know, y'all know I love that word really. But I, I, I highly recommend this book as I do any book I I talk about on here. Um, and like I said before, it's, it's, it's heavy on the graphics. So um, it's a book that you can read really, really quick. Um, and so, like I said, I encourage you to get it and I'll, I'll drop the, the note, um, the, the link, it'll be my Amazon link. And, you know, I might get a little commission for this podcast that goes towards this podcast if you get it. Um, but yeah, it, I, like I said, it's, it's a, a wonderful 
book. Uh, like there's this uh, one picture in there that I love because I love the muse and he it's a, a newspaper art where he's crossed out everything uh, but this one profound statement and it is, the muse is ready to surprise me if I show up every day and say, want to hang out? I thought that was amazing. <laughs> so anyway, very profound and some great stuff that uh, you can get from that. But why do I bring that book up? I bring it up because this book, this guy has, to me, embraced the understanding, even if he never articulates it this way, but he has embraced the understanding and even the ministry of undoing. He has learned how to simplify. He has learned how to find his why and that his why is not convoluted. It basically boils down to his wife and kids. Yep, it, it, it boils down to when I don't feel like living for myself, I know my why and it's simple and I can look at it, which is my family, you know? And so I, I liked that. So let's talk a little bit more about the need to embrace the power of undoing. So when we look at what we do, there is an amount of guilt and shame attached to them as well. Brene Brown, I'm not going to you know, highlight any of her books here, but check her out. She's really good. Dr. Brene Brown out of Texas. She uh, made her, her, she cut her teeth and made her name on studying um, the art, not the art, excuse me, ooh, the concept of shame. And uh, she has really helped a lot of people to get uh, freedom from shame. And there are, have been studies that talk about the impact of shame on people and on a society. So much so that there used to be punishments that were in the realm of shame that became unethical and immoral that they took off of uh, most judiciary punishments. There used to be a time when, you know, colonial American, all of that, when if people did something, uh, they were put in the stocks. And the stocks was like a public display uh, meant to shame and embarrass you, to let everybody know you did something that the society did not agree with. Well, the, the problem with that was, is that shame had a bigger impact on people than corporal punishment. You, uh, shame was more debilitating than if you amplify someone's hand for stealing. Shame had a longer lasting mental deterioration than watching someone be beheaded for a crime. It had that much impact, not only on the person who was the shamed, but also on that society as a whole. And what I am putting forth to you today is that continuing to do something that does not give you value, that does not give you hope, that does not give you the returns that you want can easily be attached to the shame of not making it a work because everybody has been watching you or everybody will know I'm a failure. How many times have you continued to do something? continue to support something, continue to act and behave in a way that has proven time and time again that it will not give you the promised prize. It will not get you to the hoped for destination. And yet you continue to do it knowing this full well, 
but hoping against hope that some kind of way you can pull out the victory. And it is because of this, this shame. Maybe you're hearing this now and something is popping in your mind that says, oh, okay. The kids have this saying right now from this, from this, this, this performer. And I, oop. <laughs> I just thought about that when I said that. If you know what I'm talking about, then you have to giggle with me. If you don't, don't worry about it. But, um, but what I'm saying is, is that doing and continuing to do in the face of disaster does not mean that you don't have the ability to go to the other side and start to undo. How many relationships have you been doing and those relationships are not paying off? Let's talk about a sister of shame. That's guilt. Now, guilt and shame are totally different. You know, how much guilt do you have in those relationships where you're, that's, that's all that's left? You feel guilt if you stop. You feel guilt if you know that you're in an unhealthy situation, but you continue to do to do it. And you're not helping anybody, not yourself and not the other person or people. But it is simply guilt or or the avoidance of dealing with the guilt is what I would rather say. Y'all, I know this is kind of deep today, but if you are with me right now, keep going because I promise it gets better. Okay. So I want to talk about another little book real quick. And this one is a fiction book and it's for um, teen, young adult, teens, young adults and, and adults. And it's a, um, a book so far. It's a two book uh, little series and um, it's called Akita, Akita Witch. And it's by a, um, a wonderful author, Dr. Uh, Nindi Okafor. And it is, um, they've, they've t- um, named it like a Nigerian Harry Potter. And it's about an albino young lady who was born in America, but her parents moved her and her family back to Nigeria. And it talks about her awakening as a witch, an Akita witch, if you will. And it goes on to um, show all of the magic and the juju and all these wonderful things that uh, they do. And the reason why I'm bringing it up today is because there is a character in here, which which is one of her friends, and uh, he has the power of, you guessed it, undoing, undo things. And with his undoing, he is able to undo bad juju. He's able to undo bad spells. And I was like, this is brilliant. And I, I looked at I was like, wow, that is an amazing thing to have. And so you actually get a chance to see him in the story uh, use his gift when there is, you know, certain things, you know, in action. I'm not going to give away the plot, but just know that I, I, I loved, I loved the way these kids, uh, you know, formed their little group And I think of all their powers, because some of the other ones, yeah, I've seen those before. You know, the the perfect memory and retention. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, The warrior uh, sorcery. I've seen that. Um, Not to put it down, because she does a great job in the book. But his power to be able to undo 
I was like, that's like a bomb in Gilead. There are a lot of people that need this power. And that's what got me to thinking that maybe I should share this because um, it took me a long time to learn how to release and let go. And I'm, I know that I'm average. And <laughs> when I say average, meaning that I am average in that I am just like you and I'm just special to myself like everybody else which makes me a normal, you know, person. And so if if in my normality, I knew how hard this was for me, that maybe kind of, sort of, it might be hard for you. And so this is not something I think that is so revelatory that, ooh, but no, I wanted to talk about this today so that you would be able to know, oh, maybe I forgot that I can undo stuff. And maybe this is the jolt I need to go through and do some cleanup. And to tidy up, as the guy says in, in the book, um, of to keep going, you know, to when in doubt, tidy up. Maybe I do need to unravel and get back to that powerful ability to simplify. And remember I said, in the undoing, simplification reigns. When you untangle, unravel, unengage, release, let go, tidy up, reboot, you get down to the simple core of something and it becomes a huge blessing and a huge blessing because of the fact that it is the pure uh, essence of why you started doing something in the first place. You know, that's the thing that I also I, I, I want to bring um, out now is that in your undoing. Remember when I talked about that undo key? or, you know, that, that backing up key. The good thing about that is you control how much you undo till you get to that point, that simplified state where it's good again, where you can move forward again and you can start from that point. That's why I like the Jaren action, the ING of the undoing. Because to me, undo means to undo all of this stuff. That that gets into deletion. <laughs> but the undoing means incremental steps back to the point where you can start again. And you can, you know, stop the undoing and to move forward in the right direction that you always knew you could and you should go into. So now let me let me let me wrap all this up and bring this home so that we can uh, we can move forward in a in a good way. So what I'm saying today is I want you to consider that for all you're doing, there may be time to stop and reflect so that you can simplify and you can go back and undo all the sacrifices that have not boded you well. That you can undo all of the wrong turns you made, all the mistakes that you let fly and let go. That maybe you can undo things to release the shame and guilt out of relationships and situations. Heck, maybe you might want to undo some of the investments that have not produced any return on those investments. And maybe, just maybe, you can undo to simplify your life 
and take out all of that crap, all of the complexity, all of the entanglements, the knots, and all of the things that block your energy and your ability to find your bliss and your joy. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm putting forward to putting forth to you today is that this art of undoing is really powerful and it's really needed. It's kind of like being able to do a tidy up, a spring cleaning, a reboot, a reset. To me, it's funny that on the keyboard, when you look at your um, computer, you know, or your or your laptop, that the control key is next to the command key, and these these keys can um, elevate and trans uh, transform any key on this keyboard. And it's funny to me that the ability to undo is held within these keys. Don't feel bad if you if if through this or maybe some other mental exercise that you go through that you start to realize that like that that character in the Akita Witch um, book that your power is to be able to undo to unravel the bad. Don't even feel bad if you realize that to be able to keep going like in that other book that it might be time for you to start tidying up and simplifying your life. And definitely don't be feeling bad if you didn't realize until this time that you always had permission to go back and undo so that you can redo the things that you've always wanted in your life. So That's what I wanted to say about the art of undoing today. I hope that it catches hold of you and does a mighty work within you. Yep. And so guess what? Mm -hmm. It's that time. This has been a wonderful time for me being able to share the art of undoing. And my time is truly up. This is Michelle Spiva with today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Continue to support the show. I thank you for it. Leave me comments. Check the show notes. There's a way to actually send me a message that if you want to ask me a question, I'll be happy to answer it on on, on uh, the podcast. And as usual, continue to support us by using our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. And that's going to do it. I'll see you tomorrow. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.